0: I am Erica Connor, and you are listening to the Let's Be Real Podcast. Hey, everybody, how is everybody doing? Are we holding up for point of reference for future listeners? Today is, it's a Thursday. It is November 5th. We are two days out after election day. And today's topic is that of patience. But I bring up the fact that we are still waiting for election results. (laughs) Just because I want to make it clear that The reason I bring up patience today has actually nothing to do with the election. I know that's probably hard to believe, but it's true. I care about the election a lot. But does it sound wrong to say I'm kind of sick of caring? Like, can we be done now? Either way, like, it's going to happen when it happens. It's going to be decided when it's decided. I don't know. I guess I just don't have the mental energy and capacity right now. To worry about it a whole lot. So that's my disclaimer. We're gonna talk about patience today, but it actually has very little to do with as we're waiting for election results. So maybe not let your mind go that way and hear me speaking about that when I'm talking about patience as a fruit of the spirit today. Because that's not where at least that's not where I'm coming from. And maybe you need to hear it as that. Maybe that's an area that you need to address and to look at, but That is not where I'm coming from at this moment anyway. So a very, very common popular verse, I think everybody knows it because they've been to a wedding, would be the love is verses out of 1 Corinthians 13, right? Love is patient and kind. Why does it say patient first? I am wondering if it's because that's the most difficult. But love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. We talk about this a lot in marriage. As you're preparing and encouraging someone as they're getting married, like all you need is love and it's going to be wonderful, you newlyweds. You're going to just have patience and you're going to be kind and you're not going to be envious or boast. So this is just talking about love in general. This isn't really talking about marriage, right? How many times have we heard the phrase, all we need is love. Or, oh my goodness, think of any cliche about love. There's a million of them. And it's true. It's true. We need to live life with a lot more love. I was going to say with a little bit more love, but no, truly with a lot more love. But I think a lot of times we just think about that as being nice. We just need to be nice to one another. We just need to respect one another. Accurate, true statement. But I think we need to think about love maybe in a little bit more of a complete picture. And I just kind of want to focus on the patient part of that right now. Because over the last mm, three or four days, patience has reared its ugly head in my direction. And it's really just been eye opening. Like, yeah, we have zero patience right now in this world. Zero. We're not good at it. We sit around in our Bible study circles and we ask and we pray, like, God, please give me patience. I can't tell you how many times we go in small group, like, all right, let's prayer requests to anybody, and it's like, yeah, I just really need to ask for patience. And I'm always like, whoa, 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 whoa. Are are you sure? Do you want to do that? Do you know what you're asking for? Because if you ask for help with patience, you will most assuredly have your patience tested. Do You want to keep that one quiet? Keep it to yourself and just keep working on it? Or do you want to be tested in your ability to remain patient? Because we all know we need it. And we long for it. Because life can be pretty difficult with a lack of patience. When I get ready for a podcast. I always type in scripture on blah, whatever it is that I am looking for, or scripture on X. This morning, scripture on patience, just out of curiosity. And I normally get like the Bible study tools or Christianity Today or Blue Letter Bible, like the standard search engines on scripture. But when you search for patience, a lot of other things come up. Women's Day magazine was up near the top. Countryliving.com, I was like, hmm. So there are people looking for patience because we know we need it. I actually think we want it at our core because we feel like it'll make life easier. But what I'm seeing and hearing and feeling is a severe lack of patience. And it hurts people around us our lack of patience. I hmm. <laughs> have some a lack of patience with my children sometimes. Anybody else? Come on, raise your hands. Even if you're driving, be like, "Yep, that's me." I can lose my patience with my children. And how does it affect them when we lose our patience? Is it usually like a positive, lovely thing? It's usually not. It's usually not. So, I kind of just want to put us in a place of really contemplating patience as the bigger picture of love because it's very easy to throw the terms around and like oh we just need to love everybody we just need to do better all we need is love okay well what does that look like in our life then let's be real how are we doing on patience and the reason I even bring it up and the reason it is so apparent right now is because we are just in a tight tension world in the land of COVID yes in politics conspiracy theories, you know, those never go away. Those are always around. But in all the things that are happening in 2020 right now, I think everybody's wound a little tight. I think there's a lot of tension. But we're in a place where I think we've kind of lost patience. But outside of 2020, the society in which we live, in the Western world full of technology, breeds severe lifestyle of impatience. Does anybody remember when texting first became a thing? Like I had a phone that I actually got to have the slide out keyboard so I could text just a little bit faster instead of hitting all of the numbers multiple times. But texting was like a huge blessing because it felt like I didn't have to answer the question right away. I didn't have to run and answer the phone because I had three littles when this became a big deal. So when people would text me a question, I'd be able to glance down at it and be like, oh, okay. I'll get to that later. (laughs) Like, I've got diapers to change and bottles to make and lunch to clean up. Like, it was such an awesome thing. It almost gave me a little bit more peace at the time because it actually slowed things down. It gave us a buffer. My, how quickly that has changed. If someone doesn't answer a text now, like within, you know, a minute or two, we get angry, we get mad, we expect immediate response. You know what the worst is though, is when somebody texts you and you're like on your phone, so you get it right away and then you reply and ask them a question and they don't reply. It's as if they texted something and put their phone down instantly and walked away and you're like, excuse me, should you not still be holding your phone? Respond to me now. Or in the world of teenagers, they left me undelivered. This is the Snapchat thing, like, I'm so mad they've left me undelivered. I was like, um, do you mean on like O-N undelivered? Or are you saying undelivered? U-N? Like, because if it's undelivered, it's not their fault. No, it delivered. They just haven't opened it yet. I was like, oh dear. Oh, we can't even wait for anything. We expect immediate response. We don't know something. We Google it instantly you guess it's really probably not that great for our brain. We're not left to wonder and to think and to reason things out. Like, huh, how does that work? Well, maybe this or maybe that. Or like think it through and ask questions and have discussion. No, we're like, oh, well, let's just ask Google and find out. <laughs> like we don't have patience for anything. And then it comes to a situation where a little bit of patience and a little bit of grace is required. Like, it's absolutely necessary because people are involved. You have a job. You don't get your job done instantly. Neither do the people that work with you. So sometimes you have to wait for them to get their stuff done. And that's hard. And it can make you angry. And now, let's talk about things that might affect your family (laughs) or your kids. Oh, mama bears, this is really hard for us. We get really angry if we have to wait for a decision or if somebody doesn't know. Like, how is your patience? That is my question today. How are we doing? In Colossians 3, it talks about patience. It's in the part where it's talking about putting on the new self. Like, as believers, we're this new person. Verse 12, put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, (laughs) bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. For the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. To be patient, you know, another word that is used is long-suffering, bearing with one another, like showing and living in a place of love in light of patience actually means Giving grace to other people and not just getting mad because it doesn't happen instantly. Well, I am entitled to answers. Well, instantly, because we're talking about people. We're not Google. There's thinking. There are emotions. There are hurts. There are other responsibilities. Other things in life are going on, but we feel entitled to instant answers at all time. And if we don't get them, we get angry. Can we all just try to remember that there are people on the other side of our discussions, of our questions, of our needed answers, like of real people, people with emotions, people with stories, not just Alexa, not just Siri. We are forgetting how to live life in relationship with one another. I don't know that this is necessarily new, but I think it's maybe a little changed in what it looks like and how impatient we are because we, we are ready for instant everything. My goodness, when you can order ahead to a McDonald's drive through because you can't sit in the drive through very long, when it can be mobile order and you just pull up curbside so you don't have to wait in line, we have become very, very impatient if that is the state of where we are living in life. Ephesians 4. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. How are you doing bearing with one another? How is your patience? Are you living a life of love? That's my question for you today. Pay attention to it throughout your day. Throughout the next week, if you don't get an answer to something instantly, what does it do to you? How do you respond? If you're waiting on somebody else, are you waiting graciously and patiently? Or are you expecting something yesterday? If waiting for somebody else bumps you a little bit and makes something a little inconvenient for you, how do you respond? Lord, we need your help in patience. It's a scary prayer. It's a hard prayer. It's not even a prayer I always encourage people to pray because I know how faithful you are to challenge us and give us the opportunity to practice. But God, we know that we can't do it by yourself. We know that we can't do it well. Help us to see in our daily lives where this is a problem and where we struggle. And Lord, give us the strength. Give us your power. Give us your patience, Lord. Praise God, you are so patient with us. Help us to walk through this day a little bit more patient than we were yesterday. In your name we pray, amen.